I sent you what music? We're you on. sent me some. Oh, we I should s- not be on for this. Yeah, we should. All no? right, Timo's a good musician, and you should listen to his music. Oh Hi, wait, everybody. he doesn't put it out anywhere. Matt's a great filmmaker, but his movie's still in the uh, in the uh, post-production mode. Yeah, but that's like at least trying to get it to an audience. I think you should be putting yourself in front of an audience. I have, I have. That's what I was gonna. Oh, okay. Getting at now. Um, we're talking about. We're talking about a Serbian film. Who's who we're talking about a Serbian film? No, and the we, we are actually for kind who, of talking which about that. A Serbian film is for, which yeah. would count as one of a. You didn't like New Order, the film that came out last last year, maybe. Two I years ago. I fucking loved that movie. It's probably one of the greatest films I've ever seen. That's not true, but okay. it is up there. It's oh, I heavily loved it, and I like that you heavily hated it. I really strongly disliked it. Yeah. It's a tricky film because there's, narratively speaking, and this is. I'm trying to abide by the five-minute rule. We've introduced yeah. uh, one, one another already. My it name is matter. Timo, and your name is Matt. My name is Nameless. I don't have a name. I'm a soulless being that That's right. so bullies Matt's Timo nameless. on the show. Timo's the idiot. And then, uh, and you order. It's a, it's a party. And the party's taking place at a rich establishment, like a rich area. And everybody working for that party uh, is of a different class to start with. And then from outside the party, the city is having a class riot. And so that bleeds into the party. And then the party bleeds out into the classism. And so therefore, what you're seeing is the dissolution of society. Yeah. And by the end of the film, it's a brand new order, name of the film, yes. but uh, militaristic and scary. And is it any different? Kind of. It's, I don't know. It's a, yeah. that's, that's the question I'm th- asking. But I have only seen the movie once, and I really loved it. I recommend it. I give it four stars. Even though it's super weird and probably people wouldn't get it, it's very well made. Very, considering you didn't like I it, give maybe it I should knock star. it down a half a star. I give it half a star. Or three and a half stars. I loved that movie. What, what, what would you, uh, how would you go over it in your head from start to finish? I think it's a film that is really, I have the same issue with Sundown. It's really vain and vague. It's a, film, it's a film that's really pretty, and it has like these ideas, but it's not intelligent enough to address those ideas in any real meaningful way except for to continue to scare its audience. It's a scary movie to watch, but it like it's saying so much that it needs to be like more impactful than the one note at the end that it provides. It has one good note at the end. The end is like kind of good, but like the rest of it is just like You mean New Order's end? Yeah. Okay. But it's just like the rest of it's like so brutal. And it like it, the brutality could really work. I'm also not against it. Well, it's a fly-on-the-wall so kind of movie, so it doesn't yeah, have a real, like... Yeah, but it's so upsetting that heroes. it needs to be more than that. But I, that, maybe that's what I like about it. It expresses um, back to me what I think sometimes the bleakest aspects of my worldview are. Yeah. Where it's like, the only thing that can change anything is a violent revolution, but who really has all the guns and shit to pull that shit off, you know? Yeah, it's the The Jews. other movie you mentioned is Sundown. I'm Jewish, that was a joke. Uh, the filmmaker of Sundown I'm Jewish, is, that was a joke. His name is, is, is Mikhail is Franco. He did a Q&A here back when we were at Lemley. Oh, really? And Shit. Uh, Chronic was here. Uh, Chronic I, is, I do like Chronic. That's right. the one film of his that I've seen that I think is, is not atrocious. Well, nihilistic pictures, is what, it sounds like what we're talking about here. Because New Order is yeah. amazing. And then 
I think I mentioned to you all of the things I've seen by this filmmaker I've liked, including uh, Sundown. Uh, but Chronic you liked, this one you didn't. They're both nihilistic pictures. I think Sundown wasn't that it was nihilistic as much as it was just like the ending was so stupid and obvious. Uh, spoiler alert, Tim Roth just walks out of the hospital, walks out of his new wife, well, walks out of his... Uh, it's like all of this is happening because he's dying, and it's like, who gives a shit then? Because he is dying? Yes. He has cancer and he's dying. At the end of the movie, he dies. And that's like it. And it's like, I think a lot of what Chronic, what Sundown was doing for the first hour could have been really interesting if the last 20 minutes of it had been like, oh, this is someone that just like is done with like life in London. Here's why. And it was like specific and it gave like real meaningful reasons. But it's so well wrapped up at the end that it's just like, what's the point then? Yeah, dying sucks. We all get it. Dying. Who wants to die? Yeah, having of course having cancer is atrocious. It's like what maybe are you that's what even the filmmaker's saying. He's like maybe it's not necessarily atrocious if you have if you have the means the way this guy does. Uh, he, no, but it's he still he still has a terrible time. He, he goes to like prison. A, he kills his sister on accident. On accident, that's right. It's like he has a terrible time. It's like just le- if you're gonna show him drinking himself to death, like at least like talk about the fragility of that, which the film doesn't really do. No, it's that thing where it lets... Wait a minute. Compare these... Uh, well, I guess let's, let's stick to Sundown. To, uh, you were talking about the Paradise Trilogy, yeah? Yeah, the Pel- Paradise Trilogy? No, it's been a while since I've seen the Paradise Trilogy, I've but I feel seen, like these guys are kin. I've only seen Paradise Love. I've only seen Paradise Love. I think Paradise that's the only Love. one I've seen, too. This is the one where the woman goes on vacation. Yes. And she's she- at a beach, and <laughs> all these men are, like, vying for her attention, and they're young and attractive, and she loves the attention. Mm-hmm. And... What you're seeing is a fly in the wall, just like this, these uh, sundowner. Yes, but that film is so much more meaningful and has so much more in it to tell. And it has, like, okay, Paradise Love, there's so much in it that you can take off and tear apart. Just her relationship with the one hooker who, like, steals all her money and doesn't really love her. Mm. And the way that's portrayed is so emotional. Yeah. And, like, even though it's a fly in the wall, you're watching this woman just, like, realize that she's, like, she has to buy love now. But she's the empathetic character, I guess. She's the one we can... Uh, maybe there's a difference. Well, we also, like... We can care about her, but we also realize what she's doing is fucked up and ethically wrong. Right, but uh, the, the film gives us more reasons to understand or comprehend what yeah. or why, right? The, yes, the like, the film is so nuanced and structured and thorough, and I feel like with Mikhail Franco's films, they feel so rushed and lazy, and, like, they're very one-note, and they have no depth to them, in my opinion. Fair, fair, um, fair, fair. And I feel like Ulrich Seidel, like, all, I've only seen two of his films. I've only seen Paradise Love and uh, Dog Days. Okay. But both of those films do this thing really well where they're able to structure and build these characters so that you really believe that they're people. And then when negative things happen to them, it makes so much sense why those things are happening. And not only as an audience member can you, like, understand the mistakes that they're making and, like, maybe understanding why they're avoidable isn't necessarily what I mean. But understanding, like, what has led to this moment fully and, and what's going to happen after. Or, like, leave some, some of his films leave, uh, like, Dog Days is very open to what could happen after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paradise Love is, like, a little bit less so, I think. There's, there's like, a, a lot of room to think. And I think with Mikel Franco's films, there isn't. Well, because there's not much to think on as much as you have all the room to think. There, there's not really anything to think on. And I think... The more you think about them, the more flaws you can bring up. Or, the, like, the, 
I'm like speaking through this and it's making a weird sound. Sorry. Um, or like the more bored you get. Like I was thinking about Sundown. I remember seeing Sundown and then I, w I saw Sundown and I drove here to see another film. I think it was Flux Gourmet. And I just remember like thinking the whole drive here about Sundown. And like, cause I really liked the first 50 minutes of it. Cause I thought it was going to lead to some weird thing about like him leaving his wife who ended up being his sister in the film. Right. Let's wait for the bus to, the fire truck to pass. Should we take our hats off? Maybe. Let's leave some, uh, some room tone at the end of this, so that way I can clear the noise while I edit, by the way. Listen to the professional. Yeah, that's I'll not me being you. a professional. Uh, I can do that. I can teach you how to do that. It's very easy. Um, I've done, I know room tone. I just, uh, that's just funny, that's all. That's just, okay. the whole thing, it's just a it matter of styles, you know? Yes. Um, the, uh, um, but Mikel Franco and Sundown. Yeah, the first the, 50 minutes could be really interesting, but I think the, the last 30 just like, it's just like it would be so much more interesting if it was a husband leaving his wife and kids to die and like the relationship of that would be so much more interesting yeah. but he like cuts the tie of that by making them siblings and it like it negates all of his ne niece and nephew's anger at him really because they have no real right to be angry at him it's like but they're spoiled kids i remember not really yeah a little bit like i mean they, a little bit yeah they they're bordering. like they're shitty but they're like not Sorry, but I think that's ahead. what I loved about that movie. It's that I didn't see laziness so much as there are gaping parts where I have to fill in the blanks, where I did fill in the blanks, where there's a scene where they're at the pool, and I think uh, one of the kids, I forget yeah. which one, pours himself a little alcohol or herself a little alcohol into their champagne glass. And it's like, uh, it's unclear, I think, at that point in the, in the storytelling who these two characters are, but I yes. think they wind up being brother and sister, yeah? They are brother and sister, yes. And the sister's kids. And so Tim Roth's character, already like in the beginning of his just like malaise, uh, catches the boy or the girl who, 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 you know, put alcohol in their own drinks, but he doesn't tell the mother. He kind of just like lets them do their own thing. And when they're caught, it just seemed like I took across this like, oh, that that's something of a shade of a shitty sort of um, trait to have. And then as it, the movie develops, enough time has passed between that scene and their meeting with the lawyer to discuss uh, property because the sisters passed away yeah. by Tim Roth's hand, but the, I don't think anybody there knows. Uh, it's, it establishes to me the nuances of people. And Tim Roth's unpluggedness can see what I like, what I don't like. And he doesn't give himself the judgment of like, oh, you're being shitty. Oh, you're being nice. He kind of just lets life live around him and he just hangs out in it. I think that aspect of the character spoke to me without having to you know, fill in blanks that should be in a normal picture for the narrative out there. I, I, I can yeah. build on something like that. If it's well shot, if it's well acted, I don't know what the circumstances are for that kind of thing to work for me. But there's something, there's something there that you liked yeah. Chronic, didn't like Sundown. I think those blanks in those two films, Sundown and New Order, um, were less thought-provoking and more emotionally vacant. Well, New Order is a separate entity. I think They both have the same problems to me. 
But the fiction in New Order is far more um, uh, science fiction, even. It's very structured, yeah. But it's still, like, vague in a way that's quite boring. Maybe I wasn't bored and you were bored. There is a difference. I wasn't bored with New Order. It's like everything that I could think about I found boring and everything I was watching was just so viscerally upsetting that it yeah. didn't provide anything for me to be like, oh, there was like a reason to see this. Like, I, I, you know, when I watched like... A Serbian film? I have never seen a Serbian film. Um, I'm trying to think like the most difficult. When I watched... There's a great film by Bertrand Bonello called... Can we close that door, by the way? Can we shut the door, you mean? Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to put pause while you... Okay. okay, I've closed the door. Thank you for closing the door, Timo. There's this great film by Bertrand Bonello called Teresa, which, like, it, ha- it all, that also has problems. It has different problems, in my Spell opinion. Spell Teresa? T-I-R-E-S-I-A. It's very hard to find in the U.S. Timo, I can send you a copy if you want. Uh, well, you know, we'll, time it's will killer. tell. It's It's, like, one of my favorite films ever. It, it does have problems, though. Um, I've been meaning to get a membership at a video store. Maybe they'll have it. Dude, they will have it. If, right? you, if it's the one that I think you're talking about, then they will definitely have it. I'm thinking of the one in Pasadena. Vidiots? No. That's in Echo Park, I believe. No, that's... Uh, what, what one are you thinking Or Eagle of? Rock, I should say. Or Videotech? No, Videotech. Okay, I thought you were thinking of the one next to the Newart. Videotech's got the... Uh, and I'm, we'll go back to the subject. Yes. Videotech's got the, uh, the train station right next to it. Newark's a little trickier for me to get to because yeah. of uh, the traffic, the buses, and just it's, it's more a, big, a bigger pain in the ass. And then Videotech, yeah. I haven't been to Videotech since they moved from the Santa Monica location. Got it. I, need oh. to, I haven't been to a video store in a super long time just because I live in the Valley and it's hard to get to them. I was going to say, now that you're in L.A., but you're in the Valley. I'm sure, yeah. you know, all these things are blowing up. Record stores and stuff are even the norm now. I, I go to I record like stores and stuff. I don't buy records, but I go with friends and hang out and buy DVDs sometimes. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of record stores is that they'll yeah. have the vinyls so you can look at, but they also sell CDs and tapes and stuff that you can play. You yeah, know? like, you know, I the... Most recent movie I bought at a DVD, which I still haven't seen actually, is called Love Is Strange by Iris Sachs. Killer! It's I love Iris Sachs. I've seen Iris Sachs. You mentioned it around like three person? episodes back or something. You mentioned Iris Sachs, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I've, I like Iris Sachs a lot. I've seen two or three of his pictures. Oh, I thought you were saying you met him. And no, I was like, I've met him. Yeah, no, dude, we're really good well, friends. Let me give you his I, number. I could imagine him coming here to do Q and A's. You know, especially for like Frankie, that was like kind of less positively received. Which I haven't seen. I need to see Frankie. Yeah, I've got to see Frankie. He had a new film this year that was supposed to come out, and then it got rejected from Cannes, so they just didn't submit it anywhere else. I think they're waiting till next year's Cannes because... To release it, even. Well, the rumors that I heard, based on the Cannes forums that I pay attention to because I'm a fucking nerd... Don't reveal your sources. Come on. I'm not gonna, I didn't say the name of the forum. Um, but they were saying that basically Iris Axe, like at the very last minute, had sent in like a wet 35 print to Cannes. Like last and minute kind of thing? Like, like I just got this out, let's get it over. They made the announcement, and he sent it in after the announcement had been made. So he was going to try to be one of the additions. And I remember the big five films that were being considered, or the big three that people were considering, they ended up, or four, there was four and then one surprise that got announced. They were thinking that Mother and, S- Mother and Son, which was announced, Pass Fiction by Albert Serra, which also was in competition, uh, uh, Music by Angela Shanelek, and Passages by Iris Axe were the four films that people like thought after the announcement could be added. And uh, sadly... Angela Shanelek and Iris Sachs both did not make it. Hmm. 
Um, I'm assuming English Analyst will be in Berlin next year. Ira Sachs, I'm assuming, will also be at Sundance in Berlin if he doesn't try to go to Cannes again with like a more refined cut. Um, yeah, I'm really sad English Analyst didn't make it because I know she was really heavily considered, and I think she's like um, probably in the m 10 most exciting filmmakers like alive in my mind. Has she that, done other that works? Are, that like, are under the super major figures. She's like in like the second tier, but she's amazing. Well, uh, what other works has she done that you recommend, you think? She did a film uh, a couple years ago that was like, I saw it at AFI Fest, and seeing it in the theater was like a life-altering experience. It was like amazing. I also saw it right after my grandmother died, and it's a film about death, so that has okay. something to do with it. Sure. But it's called I Was at Home But. I Was at it's, Home But. Okay. It's on Canopy, I think, and I'm sure it's on Mubi. Um, and it's unbelievable. It's about death. Uh, it's about It's about a a wife and two children mourning the death of a husband and it's shown in a very interesting way. Okay. It's very restrained. It kind of like, if you like Simon Lang, I think you will like these films. The Simon films Lang of English Analec. Simon Lang being the guy who was responsible he for... He did Days, he did Viva La oh. he did The Hole, uh, he did The River. Uh, I think his most famous film was probably Stray Dogs. He's done a lot. He's it's, yeah. incredible. It sounds like... I know a couple of those names ring a bell. Yeah. Um, Paradise, Leave It, and uh, and Sundown, and New Order. Yeah. Have we reached a conclusion? Well, New Order doesn't seem to, in my mind, fit, except for the, uh, except that you you hated a, <laughs> both of those. I think for me, it's like they they have the same issue of vanity. Right. Vanity and vagueness. And laziness, you say. Mm -hmm. I am a big fan of vain and lazy, I suppose, but that can't be right. Because there's some movies that I couldn't stand that I would accuse or j'accuse of, of those things. Yeah, I don't think you have that problem. I think we just have different opinions on, on this filmmaker, which is fine. I mean, just because you're dumb and you like Mikel Franco, like the idiot you are. No, I don't just like Mikel Franco. I love his movies, too. Wait, what are you saying? I was, okay, look, I was let's, being okay, mean. Let's, let's, I was joking. Let's look. Okay, look. Um... What else have we got here? Dude, I'm going to be entirely honest with you. I might just go into Crimes of the Future instead of Medusa. I wouldn't blame you. Um, you've seen Crimes of the Future once. Yeah, I might go into Lost Highway instead, actually. <laughs> we'll see. I wanted to support Medusa, but I also kind of don't want to see it. I've got all this material with me. I carry it around. These are my original notes. No, these are my original notes. This green one and this typed up thing. And this here is my leftover. These are all notes I took from Crimes of the... Of, of the uh, Oh, uh, damn. Of the future. Crimes of the Future is killer. It's so good. And this here is an email that uh, uh, another uh, good guy I met here uh, sent me regarding this movie. Uh, I'm thinking about making a zine. Future. I think I'm going to build a zine. Do it. And I think you should probably contribute. I would be happy to. Um, so, I, yeah, so I'm totally for you going into Crimes of the Future. However, if Medusa's leaving... Yeah, I also paid for Medusa... Um, oh, refund your thing, but it, you've already got that trepidation. And if the and if you watch the movie and you're, you're you're just you know your trepidation is confirmed by it being not what you expected it or wanted. Yeah. That would blow hard. Yeah. I also am the type of person that's like I've had movies where I like didn't really want to see them and had amazing experiences. I love when that happens. I love yeah. when that happens. What was After Blue was one, which is when I met you. I drove. You out didn't here expect for After to Blue. see something great. You expect to see something fine. And then uh, you saw something great? I, what I expected with After Blue was I would drive out here and I would watch it and I would... Leave. No, no. <laughs> Maybe. No, I was, 
I don't know why I was like really nervous about it for some reason. It was like the day of I was getting cold feet because I bought the ticket in advance. And I was like, well, you know, what's probably going to happen is I will just watch the full movie, but half an hour in, I'll stop reading the subtitles. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. One second. I'm going to yeah, sure. break on Take this. It. We're at 20 minutes. Uh, have you decided if or not uh, crimes? No, I'm going to see Medusa. I'm going to do it. And that starts in, it's seven minutes late, so 8.42. Yeah, so we've got time to wrap this up. We do. What did you... Uh, did we, fin- did we finish all our thoughts on the uh, on the slow and uh, lazy movies? Mm, no, I mean we no, can right? keep talking about them. Um, another another name came to mind when uh, when thinking about slow, boring pictures, but the name escapes me now. Um, what makes you want to watch uh, Crimes of the Future again? What makes you think you want to sit through that? It's just good. Yeah. It's really good, and I don't think I really got it entirely the first time I saw it. Um, it's my friend Ben. He's like my, maybe my closest friend right now. Sure. Um, I mean, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, it's his favorite film of the year. Which, He's like obsessed which, with it. Which lends you reason to have to want to try it again. Yeah, I, I mean, it's also like, it's not like I didn't like it the first time I saw it, but it's like, I might as well see it again. Sure. Oh, oh you gotta go yeah, pick that up. Uh... Yeah, I would love to uh, to have your contribution on the zine, and I don't know what to, what to call it yet, but I might I might be a companion piece to this. Do you want me to ask Ben to submit something? He's a fantastic writer. I'll take anything. Uh, drawings as well, if you know anybody who's into uh, artistry. For uh, for uh, what do they call it when when Hollywood people work for free on spec? If you can just uh, do it on spec, that that'd be incredible. I would love to take photos actually for this. I, I haven't had a reason to take good photos in a fucking minute. I used to carry on a digital camera, point and shoot. What, what's your favorite form of uh, photo taking? Um, I love film, but I don't have the money for it anymore. Yeah, so I have a really, expensive. when I was, during the pandemic, I was working at Starbucks and I splurged on a camera and a nice lens. So I have like a $2,000 camera set up right now. Digital. Digital. I have a Sony a7 II and I have a Tamron uh, 28-70 lens. Oh, beautiful. I've so, got this, uh, it's Fujifilm Instax. Yeah. And uh, and the uh, Canon something or other. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take photos. I'm gonna hit up a friend of mine and be like, hey, I need someone to help me like make photos and like figure this out. For for regarding Crimes of the Future, or just photos in general. No, Crimes of the Future. I'll do Crimes of the Future. That's themed. interesting. I'll, I I'm, I'm not gonna ask any further questions. I have no money, so we'll, it will it won't be it's it won't to, be what you think. You know, I have no money too, and I was since I was struggling with this art idea. I got this book, and I'm going to start woodwork. Like, uh, not woodworking. It's uh, when you carve um, wood, and then you stamp with it. It's like wood print. Wood print, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called, right? Wood print's great. Dude, uh, wood print is good. Wood print is killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hope- I was going to start dabbling with that, but yeah. I-, I would love some extra help with that because I've got, got this Crimes of the Future thing coming out. Uh, Any if you're listening, stuff you want help with, I would love to learn how to do that. Practice, you know, we're we're all we're all beginners. We're we're yeah. new to this podcast. I'm new to uh, uh, print making. Not necessarily. I've done screen printing, but never would like carving on a thing. Yeah. Is, it's gonna be fun, but it's gonna be tricky. Yeah. Uh, but I've made T-shirts before, so it should be okay. I'm I'm relatively familiar with with paint. Okay. Uh, uh, that said, you're you're working on a film. Uh, do you have anything you want to share with people that regarding your? No, it's not gonna come out for a long time, so it's fine. Oh, come on through. 
Yeah, yeah don't feel free now. Yeah, don't be afraid. Um, well, on that note, I suppose uh, we can probably leave it at that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. All right, Matt, I'll talk to you next time. I'll talk to you soon. All right, goodbye. Bye.